Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bank Shots. Bank Shots is our weekly podcast series within a Frugal Athlete Podcast Network, where we talk about all the latest news as it pertains to money management and sports business for athletes. Join us for insights, rants, comments, remarks, and news on what it means to be a frugal athlete. I'm your humble host, Amobi Kugo. If you're new, welcome. If you're returning, thank you. Um, this week, we got a lot of cool stories for you, uh, one being Zion Williamson. Um, he's about to be drafted number one in the NBA draft on Thursday, and he's already in legal. Uh, he's already in the legal battle, so we're definitely going to cover that. Um, there's a couple athletes and business stories that we'd like to cover, one being Mike McGee, former professional soccer player, and Troy Murphy, former professional basketball player, and uh, trying to dive into what they're doing and uh, the different business ventures that they found themselves in. Um, third story today the NFLPA and their athlete and movement um, ran by Dior Ginnard and and what they're doing to highlighting athletes in their respective passions off off the field. Lastly, we're going to dive into um, a number of different athletes that are making more from endorsements than their their actual salary and uh, talk about the importance of that and how it relates to, you know, being a frugal athlete. So with that being said, Tune in. So for our first story, it's about Zion Williamson and um, his battle with the marketing firm. So, so to give you some context, some backstory, Zion Williamson announced that he was declaring for the NBA draft. On April 20th of 2019, five days later, he signed with Gina Ford and Prime Sports as his marketing representatives. Since then, he's signed with CAA, one of the top NBA uh, sports agencies in the world. And now he's um, suing the previous marketing firm, Gina Gina Ford and Prime Sports, um, for negligence because not only are they not a registered or certified NBA agent, they didn't identify with him that he would be losing his college eligibility when he signed with them immediately after he declared for the draft. Um, as a college athlete, you can declare for the draft, but until you sign with the proper agent, you're eligible to go back to school. But once he signed with the marketing agency, um, since it wasn't disclosed, he was losing his eligibility right when he signed. Um the marketing firm, Gina Ford and Prime Sports, has then stated that they would countersue for damages up to $100 million. Zion Williamson is supposed to be the number one draft pick in 2019, scheduled to go to New Orleans Pelicans. And he's reported as he's been hyped up as the biggest athlete since LeBron James in terms of marketability, uh, raw talent, and just overall uh franchise changing ability and before he's even started he's already in a legal issue i have a lot of problems with this why why is he signing a marketing deal before he's even before he even knows what he wants to do now he's in a problem that he potentially can get in trouble for because he's doesn't have the right team around him or he doesn't have the he's rushing to the table 
a lot of people expected Zion Williamson to be one and done. He took his time with that. But immediately after he signed, uh, or immediately after he declared, he signs with the marketing firm that he potentially doesn't want to work with. And now the marketing firm is 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 potentially going to sue for damages. It just seems like an issue that could have been avoided had he just been patient, had he had the right structure, and had he known what he was going to do from the get-go. If he had the right team around him, maybe this doesn't happen. Maybe it does. Who knows? But it's really unfortunate that an athlete of this stature is already finding himself in trouble. And it just goes to show you that the leeches are everywhere. They're literally waiting waiting for one mistake, one wrong move to suck on the blood, to get money, to take advantage of your uh, your you being naive. And this is a perfect example of a situation that is exactly like this. Uh, Zion Williamson, he probably has a hundreds, a hundreds of thousands of people trying to tug at his arms, whether it's endorsers, agents, family, friends, um, you name it. And, you know, as a young athlete, when you had the world at your fingertips, it's tough. He's going to be an overnight millionaire, if not already with some of the marketing deals I'm sure he signed or endorsement deals he, I'm sure he signed. So it's just really it's really disheartening to see that uh, a, a, a firm has already taken advantage of him because of uh, his lack of experience in the sports business space. Luckily for him, he signed with a, a great reputable firm in CAA, someone that has a lot of experience in this space, and they're going to potentially get him out of any troubles that may lie ahead of him. But it's very important as athletes, as family members that are associated with athletes, that you 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 have to avoid these situations and not think so short term. Five days after you declare, you do not need to be signing a marketing firm deal, especially if they're not going to be your agent for the business moves. Obviously, people have you know, basketball agents and then marketing agents and then management agents. But the first and foremost thing you should focus on is the basketball because that's the sport you're going to be playing. Once you get the basketball figured out, then go to the marketing, then go to the other stuff, then go to the management. Matter of fact, actually, make make sure you get the management first because that handles all the legal affairs, the career affairs. But in terms of marketing, make sure you get the basketball first because depending on where you play, it might be different marketing deals. If he were to go to New York, I'm sure his whole brand would be different to where he's going to be playing, potentially New Orleans. Um, so that's all I have on that subject. It's just disheartening that this this firm wants to counter sue for $100 million and he hasn't even made a penny yet. So it just it just it really disheartens me to see. And it's just a lesson for uh, young athletes, even athletes that are in the prime of their careers. You know, make sure you read what you're signing. But I do I do before I move on to the next story, I do want to point out that it's 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 very important that um, you you get with the agent that's certified. Obviously, the agency that he's working with, they're not NBA certified. Um, so that speaks volumes to um, their credibility. So you always want to have a credible, a credible representative. And if you if you don't trust it, get make sure you get referrals, make sure you get reviews. Make sure you do your due diligence before you just sign with anybody and everybody. Um, so moving on to the second story, athletes and business. 
Uh, Mike McGee, uh, someone who I've had the pleasure of playing against and competing with, uh, retired a couple years back. There was an article on The Athletic um, diving into his um, career change and uh, how difficult it was to find something that gave him that competitive, um, that competitive edge at, like so many of us um, look for when retiring. Um, and he's in the liquor and spirits business. He started a company called Sneaky Fox. Um, and it, he, he dives into, you know, how he's competing in a, in a space that's unfamiliar with him, but he's loving it because he has the chance to compete and he has a chance to grow something from the ground up. And this is important because it shows that athletes are able to dive into a number of different categories, whether it's real estate, you know, management consulting, liquor, endorsements. There's there's literally a lane for everyone. And it's all about using your resources, using the abilities and skill sets that you learned on the field and translating it to the business aspect. So we wish him best of luck. And we definitely want to uh, we definitely look forward to hearing more about his developments. Another story uh, within the athletes and business space is a gentleman by the name of Troy Murphy. Troy Murphy, former NM, M, sorry, former NBA player, uh, played in the NBA for over 10 years, uh, most famously most famously for his time in the, uh, with the Indiana Pacers. He started a company, uh, a financial firm that is fee-based, but check this out. All the fees that he acquires through his uh, management or assets under management, he donates to various financial literacy companies. As an athlete, um, he was smart with his money and he's done more than well enough for himself to live for the rest of his life and for future generations. So he's all about growing other people's wealth. You know, as someone that comes into sudden wealth or sudden um, riches, it's a whole mindset change. It's a whole emotional shift. And he understands that firsthand, being an athlete um, at the highest level for over 10 years. And his mission is all about helping other individuals whether you come into wealth as an athlete, you know, through inheritance, through divorce, uh, through the sale of a company. Um, he's all about helping um, the next iteration of individuals in this space. And I really thought it was amazing to uh, to witness. And I'm definitely trying to connect with them. So for any listeners that know Troy, Troy, Troy Murphy, make sure you uh, make sure you send that contact over. Um, third story. The NFLPA, first off, I got to give a round of applause to everything that they're doing from their um, from their licensing program, helping athletes through their ex externship programs. It feels like the NFLPA is doing a great job and really leading the charge in terms of athlete advancement in the career development, personal development space. So this new initiative that they've started with uh, ran, ran by D.R. Ginnard um, is the Athlete and Program. So the athlete and athlete and politician, athlete and entrepreneur, athlete and activist, you get my drift. So it's basically highlighting athletes in the NFL that are doing wonderful things that they're passionate about off the field. Like we all know, athletes, the time is limited. You can only play sports for so long, but your passions off the field can carry for future generations and last a lifetime. So it's great to see the NFLPA highlight these things and implement programs for athletes to kind of develop skill sets 
to advance their careers in these and programs that they want to follow. So definitely wanted to point that out. Thought it was a great cause. Thought it was a great initiative and definitely excited to listen and read more about what they're doing. For our final story, definitely want to tie in, um, talk about athletes that are making more through endorsements than their actual salary. And it's really crazy to see the the percentages, you know, of how many athletes are actually making more through endorsements than their actual salary. And it's really important because as an athlete, you never want to have one source of income because what happens when that goes away? Exactly. Crickets. You don't know what you're going to do. You always the best business people in the world have multiple sources of income. As athletes, we're so focused on you know performing that we only think about the, the money we make through salary. But if you represent yourself well on the field and off the field, there's potential for different things like endorsements. So let me go through the list of different athletes that are making more um, through endorsements than um, their salary. You know, some sports make more sense than others, like a tennis or a golf, where, you know, the salaries are low or salary or winnings are low compared to the potential earnings through endorsements. But definitely want to go through the list. So you have athletes like LeBron James. So let's break it down. LeBron James, he, ma- he made last year. million. Of the $85.5 million, $52 million was through endorsements. Roger Federer, 84% of his earnings were from endorsements. And he made a total of $77.2 million last year. The list goes on and on. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Tiger Woods, Rafael Nadal, Phil Mickelson, Jordan Spieth, Roy McIlroy, Usain Bolt. All these athletes made over 50% of their income last year through endorsements. So what does that tell you? Your brand is everything. Start now. You may not have the following like these athletes that I mentioned, that I mentioned but if you can increase, if you can make an extra $5,000, $10,000, $15,000, $20,000 just through endorsements, why not? That, that could be your, your, your rent for half, half the year or the whole year. That could be your grocery bill. That could be your, your, uh, your splurge money or your fund money. Obviously, these athletes are making millions of dollars in endorsements, so it allows them to um, do the business ventures that we so talk about now in this new space of the modern athlete. But it's important as an athlete to increase your brand exposure to follow um, aspects of your life that may engage, you know, a community or a niche of followers or a niche of ambassadors. Because once you're done playing, I'm telling you right now, it's much harder to attract people to uh, uh, an, an initiative that you're that you're um, you're promoting or calling for. So, yes, build that extra extra income avenue through endorsements. And through that, you have to build out your brand. And it may not be important, but it is. As we've seen most recently, Kawhi Leonard and what he's done with New Balance. He was shy throughout the first five, six years of his career. He made a switch in terms of his his endorsement 
And now he's seen his exposure grow exponentially. Obviously, winning has something to do with that as well. But if you can have a brand, and it doesn't have to be uh, a brand that has everyone following it. It can have a niche. You know, Kawhi has a specific niche that he promotes now, and it works. So make sure you find what works for you and apply it and be consistent with it. So, yeah, that's a recap. Uh, four stories for you today. Zion Williamson sues marketing firm, the different athletes in business, um, NFLPA's athlete and program, and a list of athletes that are making more through endorsements. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. Make sure you follow for more at www.afrugalathlete.com. If you want any merch, make sure you check out the shop tab on www.afrugalathlete.com. For all podcast listeners, promo code PODCAST, all caps, for 5% off all merch. Uh, definitely tune in. we got some more episodes for you on our other channels at Frugal Athlete and Money Talks. Excited for you guys to catch up on um, some new interviews on those channels. Uh, make sure you share with a friend. And with that being said, catch you guys next week. Yo, money talk, save your breath, save your peace of mind Deposit plus signs, they're not unwind Words to the wise, don't gotta be suits and ties We're living in the time where every move is scrutinized At the elbow, I hit them with the bank shot I just wanna check my bank account and thank God yeah. Hey yo, I think we got the same thought We gon' get it all together for the raindrop yeah. Help me help you, sometimes you don't gotta go far to discover the truth Easy to get confused when all the faces are blue Pull up a chair, if it help, I tell you what I would do Keep that thought process prudent And yo, staying in the moment while we living for the future Yeah, this is track meet for a frugal athlete Nothing more, nothing less, I need exactly